Kamala Harris appeared on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert and was asked about her role as vice president. What is the actual role on a daily basis as you have found it? What, what would you say you do here? Well, I have the great privilege of serving with Joe Biden, who was president of the United States. Why don't you shut the hell up? Shut up! Shut up! Shut hey! up! Would you shut the f***? Coming to you from the Skyhammer Studios right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. This is the Eldonzo and Dee Show, and I am Eldonzo. I'm Dee's. And we're coming at you on a glorious Saturday morning here, bringing you all the news It is news and nothing but the news. Ain't that right, Dee? That's what they tell me. So how did your week go? Not too bad, not too bad. I thought it was pretty good. We, yeah. uh, we, we got the trivia team. Of course. Of course, Dee's and I are on a trivia team called Dee's Nuts. Uh, yeah, it's a what good as usual. We won again. Yeah. Imagine that <laughs> we went to the White House and visited the President of the United States again. Yeah, we always win. Um, <coughs> I don't know if any listeners out there want to try it. If you want to take a shot at it, we play at the Danvers Y Bar and Grill every Tuesday at 7 p.m., and we're just tired of winning. It's you, like you, we're, we're so smart. You want a shot at the title? If you want a shot at the title, you get your butts out there. This coming Tuesday at 7 p.m. at the Danvers Y Bar and Grill right outside the little town of Danvers, Illinois. And you know what? We're even going to sweeten the pot for everybody, aren't we, Dees? We mm-hmm. are going to, if you come out and you beat Dees Nuts, which is the name of our team, in trivia, we will match what the Danvers Y Bar and Grill gives out for first place prize. For the winning team. Yeah. For the winning team. Which I think is, you know, it's twenty five bucks. Yeah. So if you get yeah, twenty five, you're not going to make a car payment on this. You're but. not going to make a car payment on it, but we'll match if you can actually come out and beat us. Which I don't think a whole lot of people can at this point. Do nah, you? we're 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 pretty pretty smart. And you know what? Also, I wanted to give a shout out to our sponsor for the show, Enviroseal. If you have sinking concrete slabs like driveways, patios, or sidewalks, give these guys a call at three zero nine. 275-6303. And these, do you know what else they do? What's that? They insulate the hell out of any commercial or residential building with spray foam. So for all your jacking and insulation needs, give those guys a call. 309-275-6303. Now, I want to get right into the news. Uh, Dees and I were talking about this, what the actual you know biggest stories are of this week. And I got to say, the biggest one that sticks out to me is the two Russian Su-27 fighter jets that intercepted and ultimately downed uh, one of our drone aircraft. Was it two? It was two. Oh, okay. I it thought was it was two. the same now, jet. Now, one of them dumped the fuel and everything on the drone, and this was over the Black Sea, and it was on Wednesday. Do they not know what fuel costs are these days? Get, well, they don't live in America, well, yeah. so the fuel's really cheap over in Russia, I guess. So from what we can figure out, and there's been a video that's been released since then, uh-huh. that it does appear that this uh, Russian Su-27 fighter jet was making multiple passes. They did this for about a half hour, made multiple passes, was trying to jump dump jet fuel on it, I guess to sabotage it maybe get in the electrical component i I don't know how that works anyway 
as most of you probably know, it ended up somehow colliding or clipping with the drone. I, I think the first one was dumping the fuel, and the second guy kept trying to throw the match. <laughs> Light it up. <laughs> the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Well, it wasn't on fire, but it did end up crash landing in the uh, Baltic Sea. Black and, Sea. Or, excuse me, the Black Sea. You're correct, the Black Sea. Um I guess it's like 4,000, 5,000 feet down, but now there's a race. Well, there was a race. I think that the good old United States has just given up. Well, our administration has given up on trying to recover. I don't this. think it would have been much of a race anyway because we don't, as far as I know, we, we don't, don't have, have any anything ships. in the region. No. And they have a post somewhere off the coast of, I believe, uh, Crimea. Correct. Correct. It was really close to Crimea. And we we're actually, it's, it's speculated we were spying on Which that. includes an actual salvage ship. It's from... From 1912. Yeah, it's from one, of the, 1912. one of the oldest ships in there. Well, it is the oldest ship in their fleet. The fact that it's seaworthy, I mean, that's pretty impressive. But you, you know, one of the things that really got me about this whole deal is that John Kirby came out and they... Look, Russia, two Russia jets have just downed one of our drones. This is the this is significant because this is the first actual conflict we've had with Russia. Physical conflict since this war started. And look, when you got a lot of balls in the air, you're bound to lose one of them. Okay, so this is could be the start of something. Well, remember last week we I we were talking about World War Three and that it's just gonna take one little thing to tip the pot over. This not saying this is it. But I'm not saying it's not. Well, and, and look, my I was talking to my brother about this, and he had a really good point. Okay, so we've got two options now. We can either shoot down the fighter jet, okay, retaliate, or they can just keep shooting our drones down. What's it going to be? This was over. Inter this was in international airspace, too, by the way. That reminds me of a quote from one of my favorite movies that I happened to watch this past weekend, Roadhouse. Sam Elliott's character is talking to Patrick Swayze. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, when a man sticks a gun in your face, you have two choices. You could die or you could kill the mother. And that, you know, that's my whole point to it. So what are we going to do with this? So anyway, this is Fox News. Russia to try recovering downed U.S. drone as U.S. vows to pr protect our equities. So, uh, like we said, a race between the U.S. and Russia is underway to secure the debris of the drone that crashed into the Black Sea. Russian officials announced Wednesday that operations were underway to collect the debris of the downed U.S. drone, downed or drowned. The country has denied responsibility for the incident. So, and it's recently come out that we have video of this now, that Russia obviously was trying to do this. Now, these pilots didn't come up with this on their own, these. They were told to intercept this. They were told to do something. That's not how this works. That's not how the Russian Air Force works. That's not how the Americans would do it. Uh, Tom Cruise would do it. Maybe, maybe they just watched Top Gun. You know, he's still hot for a 60-year-old guy, but he could pull it off. So the question I have with this is we're ramping up in Ukraine right now. Poland, Poland, just I, I think just uh, 12 hours ago announced that they were going to send MiG fighter jets, I think up to a dozen of them, to Ukraine. Now, they were the first ones, I believe, to send tanks to Ukraine. And then we followed suit and sent tanks. Now they're sending MiGs. So are we going to follow up and send fighter jets, which Joe Biden himself said sending tanks and jets would lead to World War III? What are your thoughts? Well, I have a question, first off. Shoot <clears throat> me right now. Just shoot me. I'm done with this. I mean, why do why would we even care that they're going to go get a 
basically remote controlled airplane like surely this isn't technology that's well, beyond look, look here at the aldonzo and d show okay we're not uh part of the chinese communist party we won't lie to you this was a reconnaissance drone okay so i think it would behoove us to go and get it but it would also behoove russia to go and get it to study it technology that type of thing if if you were russia you want to get, I, I the get drone that but could. at the same time i mean don't we have the tech like what do you think there's a vhs tape on the thing i mean i don't know what the hell's on it i would imagine any images that they like are sent somewhere and instantly recorded if i i don't know maybe they put a hard drive on the thing but i think that'd be pretty stupid for i don't know cases like this and I'm, i don't think they thought this was going to happen true okay? i just don't but i don't get what like oh my god don't go get our drone or we're going to be mad it's go get it have fun go swimming whatever i mean i i i I agree. I disagree. I'm up in the air about it. But here's another thing. Um, and nobody would think that I would go to this website. It's a world socialist website, WSWS.org. Australian corporate papers call for war with China, nuclear weapons, and mass conscription. So this is directly from WSWS.org. In a militarist barrage, Nine Media and its main mastheads, the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age, published a major series this week insisting that Australia must prepare to fight an imminent war against China. Crikey. Crikey. Oh, throw another strip on the Bobby days. Red Alert called for the stationing of nuclear weapons and long-range missiles in northern Australia, the introduction of mass conscription, and preparations for the country to host as many as 200,000 U.S. military personnel. Now, some may say this is war games, but this is actual preparation. So when you look at what China's doing right now in Ukraine, sending supposedly arms to Russia, and then trying to negotiate a peace deal between Russia and Ukraine— now you've got the Aussies coming up and saying they're preparing for war with China. Now, the U.S. has said, we, a lot of U.S. people, uh, generals, have said we'll be at war with China in three years. The Aussies say right here in this article, 2025, something's going on here. It certainly looks that way. And what better way to do this for China than to go in and negotiate a peace deal between Russia and Ukraine because it totally negates everything that America's done. Look, we as a country aren't weak, but we as a government are down on our knees right now. If we pumped $115 billion in and China comes in and takes us over, Taiwan can kiss their asses goodbye. They're not going to go anywhere with this. They're not going to rely on us. Japan's the same way. India. The, the, all the NATO countries will ditch us. So the fact that this is even brought up tells me we're not going in the right direction. What do you think? Am I am I off on this? I mean, I don't see how you could be. It's... I don't, it's a no-win situation as far as I can see. Yeah, I don't see how we're going to get out of this. And one thing, you know, this really drives me nuts. Everybody goes, we got to see everything through to the end with Ukraine. What's the end? Can anybody tell me what the How do we get out of this war? We're just going to keep pumping money while we're losing our butts militarily on this. We're losing money. We're becoming crippled. We don't have enough munitions. Now China's ramping up their nuclear arsenals. They're joining Russia. It just kind of seems like this is a plan just to get us on our knees. Yeah, I, I, I don't see how you can argue with that. I mean, we could do a show on this for an hour with anybody that would come on here. We're not going to beat a dead horse because we're Eldonzo and D's, and we want to make it interesting. And we have a new segment coming up for you in the second segment of the show. I think you're going to like it. We'll be right back here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. 
Hey, Dee's here from the Aldonzo and Dee's Show, welcoming you to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Dee's. Go on over, check us out, give us a like, a follow, a share, drop some comments, let us know what you think, and we also post links to all of our uh, shows, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, anywhere you uh, listen to your favorite podcast, facebook.com slash Ds. Now, let's get back to the show. This is the El Donzo and D Show, back on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dees. Dees, what do we got? All right, well, we're going to kick it off with a little story down in Georgia. Georgia man crushed by vehicle while allegedly stealing catalytic converter. Allegedly. What the hell else was he doing under the car? Yeah, well... Obviously, he was how much do you get from a catalytic converter anyway? A lot. I mean, is it, with, with, it's got with, um, platinum. I think it might even have some titanium. It's I, but like a thousand dollars street value for catalytic converters. Is it worth your life? Oh, uh, Obviously, it was to him. Yeah, apparently so. Uh, okay, I'm not a car guy. I'm not either. Ne- I'm not either. Never replaced a catalytic converter. I know they're very expensive to do so, but how much do they weigh? Like how? What? I have questions. What crushed him? Like, did he jack the car up and the jack fail? Like, I need to know. It doesn't, the story doesn't say. You know, here, here's a problem with this. The guy didn't have a, maybe he didn't have a lookout guy. All right. Remember when we used to put zip ties around people's drive shafts? <laughs> nope. That was one I n- never had. You in never my... put a zip tie around somebody's drive shaft. Uh, no. You always had a lookout person. So if somebody was walking up to the vehicle to get in it, you, you know, what you the hell would them. a zip tie do? You put it around the drive shaft, so when they take off, it goes tick, 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 oh. tick, and they think there's something wrong with it. What? I mean, maybe the guy didn't have a lookout guy. I don't know. Was it up on blocks? Was this in? De- where was this at? Detroit, D- Georgia, Georgia. It was in Georgia. Yeah. Like I said, I have questions. Like there's not enough information. It doesn't here. say how the Nimrod got got, yeah. squ- and he died, right? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Well, crushed. play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Exactly. Uh, next, we got uh, Louisiana woman has been charged, arrested, for uh, selling meth. She uh, was driving around a repurposed uh, school bus, painted blue, and it was an ice cream truck. It was an ice cream truck? Yeah. You know what comes to mind? I think I know what comes to mind. It's right here. Ice cream! Ice cream! <laughs> Good old Eddie Murphy. Yeah, so she repurposed this short bus, uh, painted it blue, and it was called, uh, where's, what's her name again? Mm-hmm. Tammy's, Tammy's Ice Cream and Treats. <laughs> and apparently there was complaints that she was driving around the neighborhood selling meth out of this thing. They also found two very young puppies in there and a broken freezer full of melted ice cream. Meth puppies and ice cream. Yes. And while there isn't a mugshot of her, the picture that's on the uh, news story here, just looking at like over her left shoulder, I mean, that just screams meth head that, there. That screams, uh, yeah, it's a blue bus, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a it's a short bus too, yes, right? Very short it's, bus. Yes, that's about one of the shortest buses I think I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, it's the I think it's maybe a and she looks six like or eight seater. She looks like the perfect driver for the meth puppy bus. I mean, look at that. Look at the little two cute dogs. We're going to need to share this on the Facebook page so everybody can see it. Something like that. Now if, the police made it clear that she was not selling the meth to the kids and packaging it in their she was a responsible you know, meth dealer is what you're telling me i guess so it's not like somebody hey i'm gonna go get a choco taco and an eight ball what do you want <laughs> you know if, if you're just tuning in this is the aldonzo and d show so if you're wondering what the hell you're listening to this is it on cities 92.9 and this is nimrods in the news our segment uh, we have some other stories, too, don't we, Deej? Yes, we certainly do. Uh, we have two suspects charged with retail theft after fleeing Vernon Hills police, uh, causing a crash that left suspect impaled by a fence in Ooh. Metawa, wherever, what's, Metawa? Sounded out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Kanaya and <laughs> Jariah. Kanaya Williams, 25, of Chicago. Jariah Heap. The oh, this was in thing. Chicago. Yeah. Jariah Terrell, 24, of Chicago, been charged in the allegedly committed a retail theft in Vernon Hills and fled from police, causing three three vehicle crash at Route 60 and St. Mary's Road. <clears throat> they were stealing from the Ulta store. What's the Ulta store? It's a makeup thing, and let me tell you, I don't blame them for stealing because they are proud of their stuff there. Really? Yeah. This yeah. isn't this isn't like Mary Kay stuff. No, man. no, no, no. This is simply high. <laughs> Apparently, it was kind of a smash and grab type thing. There was three women. They went in there with bags and just started shoving stuff in. Whoa, sorry. Shoving stuff into their bags. Some technical difficulties in yeah. the studio today. They ran out of the store and got in their gray 2018 Kia Optima. That thing's built for speed. That's a good for a high speed chase outside of Chicago. Here's your first mistake. You're in a Kia. Yeah. <laughs> so, so get to the good part though. So Don't they ran. The, the police were chasing after them. They ran a couple of red lights. The police backed off. Well, then they ran another light and ended up running into a uh, pickup truck, and then subsequently an SUV. After that, uh, they ended up catching two of them were pretty much uninjured and the third one could not get out of the vehicle because she was impaled by part of a wooden fence uh two of them were held on three hundred fifty thousand dollar bond the other one was held on cedar <laughs> and when they asked uh the third suspect whether or not she would testify against her uh other two counterparts uh, she said she didn't know she was still on the fence about it. <laughs> okay. Well, once again, we say it all the time, play stupid games, win, win stupid, stupid prizes. prizes. Okay. Here's one that is <laughs> absolutely baffling to me. <clears throat> Donald Trump has topped the iTunes charts. And he beat out Miley Cyrus, didn't he? And Morgan Wall Whalen, Wallen, whatever his name is. I don't listen to country, but to each their own. For a uh, a new song that was put together called Justice for All, and it's a tribute to the January 6th prisoners, and it features the J6 Prison Choir, which is allegedly an ensemble of prisoners who can be heard uh, singing the national anthem while Trump recites the Pledge of Allegiance. Now, we got a little clip we, for you We right do. Here. Now, look, I just want to say this. I get where they're going. Their heart's in the right place. They're being patriots about it. Hey, you know, but, you're being but, a lot nicer than I'm about to but be. But for God's sakes. Listen oh, to this. Here it is. The flag of the United States of America 
Okay, that's enough. You sure that's enough? Yeah, you're so that's all. Yeah, kill it. So, okay, so so D's D's and I, D's and I got in a little bit of an argument about this. I get that maybe they don't have the best recording equipment. I get that. I get they want to do something. These people are held in prison for for no crime, really, in our minds whatsoever. But but really, I mean, I agree. This come is, on, get it. You're in prison. Surely there's some people there that got some pipes. You know, like get a couple of ringers, even if they weren't in there. You got to get some quality vocals there, and that's just yeah. But but wait they a minute. should stay in prison because they actually sang that badly. Ooh, that's horrible. Ooh, ooh, maybe hey, let's, let's know, do this. The J Six guys, let's get them out and get them singing lessons. You know let's what? Do that. I forgive these guys for their horrible singing. Well, who I don't forgive are the people that bought this damn thing. Twenty two thousand five hundred downloads in one week. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I I mean it's. It's not good, but I guess it's the I guess it's the thought that counts with this. Because no, realistically, the January sixth thing, man, was BS from the word go. I get people are supporting it, but we're gonna call a spade a spade here on the old Donzo D yeah, show. That's, that was horrible. Uh and then we got um headline. I'm in a sexual relationship with airplanes, so I go on vacation a lot. <sighs> this That's uh, a big airplane she's got but between her anyway yeah. go ahead a, wo- go ahead. a woman in germany has revealed she's now in a sexual relationship with aircrafts and she has taken 30 mini vacations in the last year just to share the skies with her soulmates sarah roto 23 claimed that experiencing that after experiencing turbulence while trying to date fellow humans uh that's catchy good job guys <clears throat> she discovered true love while on her first ever flight aboard a boeing 737 since then she has met many planes which she considers to be one collective being, I'm not making this up, named Dickie. This is insanity in our earpieces. She added that she finds the wings of the plane are the sexiest part, and size doesn't matter. I mean... Really? Well, if you're talking to 747, I think size does matter. Yeah. I mean, you're going to be walking a little funny after that, aren't you? You like the wings, and it has a part called the cockpit? I mean... Come on, lady. Uh, I currently own three large models, but I also have many small models, over 60 in total, and they are custom made and ribbed for her pleasure. <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, yeah you did. You so, did. Go yeah, ahead, do uh, it. I don't know what... Um, come on, lady. Really? Airplanes? Well... <sighs> okay, so I think that probably... And that's, that's going to wrap it up for Nimrod's <laughs> in the news. We we did a pretty good ensemble with Nimrod. Oh, you know what news, else? No, yeah, no, no. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Let's let's end it with another Nimrod, a huge Nimrod, and we'll probably go into a little more in depth on this one. Whoopi Goldberg. Uh yeah. So here, you preface this for us, and we're gonna have to go to a break here pretty soon. Whoopi Goldberg tapes video apology for saying "gypped" on the View. So we're gonna we're gonna get into this on the next segment, get a little more in depth about it, and tell you our thoughts and feelings right here on the Aldonzo and D show on Cities ninety two point nine, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. We'll be right back. Listen to some commercials. Don't worry, we're not gonna jip you. <laughs> no jipping here.
back here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal, CL Donzo and Dee's show. I'm El Donzo. I'm Dee's. And uh, when, when we left you, we were just wrapping up our, our new hot segment called Nimrod's in the News, and we just couldn't quite end it without talking about Whoopi Goldberg. <clears throat> now, Whoopi, the uh, co-host of The View, taped an apology video on Wednesday for using the word gypped during the show, saying she should have used another term. Goldberg and her fellow co-hosts were discussing possible criminal charges against former President Donald Trump in an alleged hus- hush money scandal uh, involving Stormy Daniels. And that was when she uh, basically said that she was gypped for oh, settling for the amount that she settled for, something like that. But anyway, here's the apology. Okay, here it goes. You know, when you're a certain age... You use words that you know from when you were a kid or you remember saying, and that's what I did today, and I shouldn't have. I should have thought about it a little longer before I said it, but I didn't. And I should have said cheated, and I used another word, and I'm really, really sorry. So, 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 so wait, 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 stop right there. What is, why does she make this apology, Dees? Can you tell us? Because it's a long-time slang term being cheated or swindled, but is viewed as a slur by some because it's association with gypsies. Anything can be a slur, but what prompted her to make this apology video? What was the backlash for this? Oh, well, the backlash was nothing. So nothing. So we didn't see anything on Twitter. We didn't hear any talking heads. Gypsies don't even have Twitter. They live in caravans and smell like cabbage. So what? She didn't. I'm there, probably there, going to get it for that. Yeah, there was literally like there was. So she did. She do this. She posted it on Twitter, and most of the replies on there were like, "Who's offended?" Like I've never heard of gypped being offensive. When yeah. I was a kid, when we were kids using it, we never. I never even knew or put the association together that it had anything to do with gypped. How do you know it's spelled gypped? Like. G Y P P E D. I thought it was like Jip, like Jif peanut butter, like J I P P E D. Is it a GIF or is it a GIF? Is like, it a GIF or is it a GIF? Yeah, but, is I it mean, a GIF or is it a GIF? That's just, I'm sorry. That's stupid. That's absolutely and stupid. It, it kind of breaks my heart what has happened to Whoopi Goldberg because back in the day, she was actually pretty funny. Like back in the old um, comic relief days. Yeah, she absolutely was uh, yeah. funny. And everybody was funny back then before everybody became a, became a bunch of woke pansies. Yeah, and we've talked about it. I don't know if we've done it on the show or not, but like one thing I will say about most comedians, both new and old, like they have stuck by their guns and they haven't surrendered to this woke stuff. A majority of them, yeah. she has bowed down, bent the knee, whatever you want to call it. And How did she ever get on with, with Sam Kinison and Andrew Dice Clay? Little boy blue, you know, yeah. <laughs> you needed the money. How did they ever do this? And now they turn into this. They, they've neglected. They've walked away from everything comedy should be. Yeah. And the fact she did this, she went attention. Of all the words or, that we used to say as kids. Some of them. Cool. You can have them back. Gypped. Come on. Who cares? I mean, we're reaching here. Who cares? Who cares? It's like <sighs> Biden and his going back and saying he saw two guys kissing and looked at his dad and dad goes, well, Joey, they're in love. I can guarantee you in 1961 in Delaware, if you saw two guys kissing, 
Okay, that was the thing. They're in love. You're putting a bar of soap in a pillowcase. There's exactly, exactly. There's a lot of stuff going on, and acceptance wasn't one of them. And I'll tell you something else, real quick. This made the news again today. Look, back in 1961, in a high-end Delaware city, you didn't see two guys openly kissing. Okay, they hid that stuff. D's. Well, I wasn't alive, so I can't. I wasn't alive either, but we know how the times were. Oh yeah, no, it it was not something that was even remotely accepted let alone yeah just, that just popped in they're talking about things we used to say i can tell you what joe biden didn't say those things joe biden probably had a trail of n-words across delaware that you could see from outer space okay so don't pull this hip i'm woke stuff on us now yeah. anyway that's all i'm saying yeah. with that um something else i want to get into is so on a, on yeah, a brighter ahead. note on a brighter note, Silicon Valley Bank collapsed this week. Uh, it catered to the tech industry for three decades, collapsed on March 10th, 2023. Uh, actually, after our last show, after the Santa Clara, California-based lender suffered from an old-fashioned bank run, state regulators seized the bank and made the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation its receiver. Uh, SVB, as it's known, was the biggest U.S. lender to fail since the 2008 global financial crisis and the second biggest ever. Now, that's been making a lot of different news. So, example, Joe Biden comes out and says that anything beyond the FDIC, insured amount of 250000 will be covered by the federal government with no burden on the taxpayers whatsoever really yeah janet yellen came out and said this so the fdi fdic insures deposits up to 250 yes yes these have my hand raised um where's the money going to come from then well here's the thing i was just reading this and they brought in a uh, financial and tax expert to tell us uh it's going to come from the taxpayers but here, here's the thing Eldonzo is not one of those experts but i can tell you right now you don't need an expert to know where the federal government gets their money from yeah. it doesn't grow on trees they may print it out from time to time when they don't have anything to back it up but it comes from us so the fdic insures deposits up to two hundred fifty thousand. they are guaranteeing a bailout for all depositors so if you've got silicon valley startups Okay, that have 450, 500,000 in that account, they're going to cover it. The FDIC isn't, the federal government is. It's a bailout for these people. And guess who the, the biggest contributors are to the Democratic Party? Big tech. Yeah. All right. Gavin Newsom praised this, praised that the Biden administration was doing it. And all of Gavin Newsom's vineyards are customers. All of his businesses are customers. And you know, Gavin Newsom's got way more deposited in banks than $250,000. Look, I am far, 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 far from being any kind of uh, financial expert. <laughs> Just look at my checking account, you can see. But if I had a boatload of money in the bank somewhere, just to be on the safe side, I'm probably pulling most of it out and throwing it in a mattress for a little while because this this just looks like the beginning. Well, that's what they say is it's going to be a contagion yeah. or other it, banks going to suffer this. Now, I know what a you're saying. Credit Suisse and everybody Signature goes, Bank. If everybody goes and takes all their money out of the bank, then it's just going to. But at least you'll have your money. They bought these bonds before interest rates skyrocketed. They had to get this money moved around. Interest rates under inflation skyrocketed. 
And then it caused this run where they were trying to sell shares and everybody's like, whoa, 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 pulls out all their money. Now they tried blaming this on Trump, uh, a 2018 rollback that got rid of 50, uh, the $50 billion threshold, which many banks had argued was needlessly encumbering them. Instead, among many other changes, the rollback law made the enhanced regulation standard only for banks with at least $250 billion in assets. And that's only about a dozen banks at that time. So they tried going back and blaming this on Trump. This has got nothing to do with Trump. This has to do with the economy. This has to do with the recession and inflation that's going on right now. That's it. So to blame this on anybody else but themselves is asinine. And now they're bailing out the people that are the biggest donors and contributors. So you tell me what this is. There's no other way around it. Yeah, it's... I don't know what's going to be worse, World War Three or the next Great Depression, because it looks like we might be heading towards both. Let me tell you something. I'll take what we're heading towards is, and I go right back to China here. But what brought us out of the Depression? War. War, yeah. Well, that's what we're going to have to go through. I'd rather go through 10 nuclear wars and have China owning our butts. Yeah. But as you can see here, I kind of, I kind of made the point last weekend on the show. We knew all this stuff was going on. We didn't have the evidence. Now we have the evidence. Now let's do something about it. Let's let's vote the right people and let's get this going. Speaking of, of these kinds of scandals, have you uh, do you watch Netflix at all? Have yes. You, have you checked out the um, uh, the Netflix special on the uh, what's the dork's name? Sam Bankman Fried or whatever. Oh, that idiot. Oh, who would who the hell would loan him money? Have you seen this guy? Apparently. People that value or have, that totaled what nine billion, eight billion dollars. And good, he swindled them. Good. Sorry, well, sorry. If you if you if you took this idiot that just stands there play video games at a meeting. Well, it wasn't just him. His one of his polyamorous <sighs> girlfriends swindled the swindler. And watch that Netflix special if you get a chance. Oh, the tangled web we weave. Yeah, beans. it's it's crazy stuff, man. <laughs> Sam Bankman Freed. I thought you were going to say Sam Brenton. No, no, I no. The 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 least I or the less that, I think that, about that that, that, that fruit cake that Calfelson gal, whatever her name is, she's back in there. She went on Tucker Carlson, I guess. Is, Who? Well, what was her name? The the Nigerian oh, the designer, designer yeah. of, of the dresses. So yeah. she's all up in arms. She's she's pretty po'd about everything going on with him, and I guess they're going to try to sue him or something. But well, I mean, the evidence is there. It's <laughs> the, the, nobody else would make a dress like that, would they, Dee? No, and wear it in public, like. Come on. We'll be right back with more Fooly Monkey Shines right here on the Eldonso and D Show on Cities 92.9. On the El Donzo and D show, I'm D's. I'm El Donzo. You're, just, you realize you said you're back, right? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. We're just trying to. We're just trying to play it straight. So D's over here has something he wants to get off his chest. Yes, I do. And D's, go ahead. The floor, my friend, my brother is yours. Go I ahead. got a little bit of a rant. And look, it's a it's a uh, somewhat local company. I'm not going to name any names, but their initials are OSF. <laughs> I'm not naming names. That's very, that so was, listen, I like the way you did that. My dad 
my best friend is having some health issues right now. So he's been going to the, to the doctor quite often. Well, there was a mix up with medication, what he was prescribed and what he was supposed to be prescribed. Didn't match anyway. So I tried calling and you go through this phone menu where you literally have to press a different number, like four or five times. All I'm trying to do is get his prescription, uh, changed or, or amended to include what was supposed to be there. I go through this whole phone menu, press this for this, this for this, this for that, this for this. And then I get to the end and it says an operator is not available. Thank you. And hangs up on me. So I call back. I go through the thing, press this, press this, press this, press this. And I get hung up on again. So finally the third try, I do get a human being and I'm, I'd like to publicly, publicly apologize to that poor woman because I chewed her ear off and I told her, look, I realize this isn't your fault, but your phone system absolutely sucks. My old, like, why can't we talk to the people that treat us directly? Is that too much to ask? I, I don't think it is. Um, but it's 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 one of those things to where everything is getting so complicated right now with the phone lines being tied up. People don't have people coming to work. They don't have the resources. And it reminds me of that song, Don't Call Us, We'll Call You by Sugarloaf. Oh, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so finally today, I was supposed to get a call back yesterday because I told the lady, look, give a message to my father's doctor. This is what happened. This is what needs to happen. Have somebody call me. Well, guess what happened? What? Nobody called me. So I literally went into the office and took care of it that way. And to their credit, they did give me a way to access that direct office. But you remember the good old days when, you know, you got a sick kid or whatever, and you could actually call and talk to, I don't know, the nurse that you see every time exactly. you go in the Or the office. doctor. You could get a hold of the doctor. You know, it was back in the days when your mom would send you in to pick up a pack of cigarettes at the local grocery store, and they just gave them to you because right. they knew. You I know, mean, everything was a lot simpler back then, and it's not now. Look, OSF, or a company whose abbreviations are OSF, get your stuff together, man. There's a reason why people think that our healthcare system sucks, and it's like phone systems like that that, start that whole ball rolling well it could be worse though all right d's it could be worse we could be living in san francisco right now <laughs> or better i mean i i don't think it would be i mean let's check out this story we got coming out of san fran san francisco board urged to adopt reparations report with five million dollar payouts not five payouts of a million dollars $5 million payouts for each eligible black adult resident, a budget-busting figure increasingly embraced by supporters at the baseline. The evening meeting... What what, what you doing there? Add the money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> okay, I got it. The evening meeting drew a packed house of people offering public comment in favor of the San Francisco Reparations Advisory Committee's draft, which drew national attention when its recommendations were released in December. Uh, quote, we want to make sure that you understand that this is not charity, that we are not asking for a favor. Tanish Hollins, the reparation panel's vice chair, said at the meeting, what we are asking for, what we are demanding for, is a real commitment to what we need to move things forward. 
The proposals receiving the most attention call for giving eligible residents a one-time $5 million cash payment, paying off personal debt, guaranteeing annual incomes of at least $97,000 for 250 years, and turning apartments into privately owned condominiums available to current tenants for $1. I'd like to make an announcement. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) After taking one of those 23andMe tests, I have found that I am uh, a percentage African-American. Me too. And That's furthermore, amazing. I've decided From to waste down. I've decided, yeah, I've decided to move to California. Going to California with a paycheck in and his I, heart. I have a question. Yeah, one of their plans that they actually proposed was annual income of at least ninety-seven thousand dollars. Yes, for two hundred and fifty years. I don't think the life expectancy is that no, long. No, I think we're a little shy of two fifty. The, the, the recommendations, however, have been dismissed as unrealistic. Really? Yeah, A uh, Hoover Institution analysis found that implementing those four financial proposals alone. Hoover. Hoover. You know why? Because this sucks. sucks. <laughs> alone for the city's estimated 35,445 black adult 446, because I'm moving. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> With <laughs> would cost about $200 billion. Or here's a kicker. We, we talked about this in a prior segment. 600000 per non-black resident because they have to pay that in taxes. Utterly ridiculous. And, and <clears throat> this is in California, right? Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah. California became a state in 1850. And while they weren't in the civil war they were still a part of the union and Correct. when they were adopted as a state they were yep go they, ahead they were adopted as a free state correct now granted slaves that were there prior to the 1850 statehood still were slaves which that doesn't make any sense to me but anyway nobody alive today here there anywhere had anything to do with that Let's be honest, horrible, horrible period of American history. But right. Bottom line is, I'm sorry, dude, I don't think it's going to pass. But anybody that thinks that taxing every white non-black citizen, there are six hundred thousand dollars a year. And that if that's not going to make the mass exodus from California any better. I mean, come on. There's give me a break here. D's. Yeah. And and they even said, well, we didn't. This was not a mathematical. So. Excuse me, I'm butchering this. They said this was not, we didn't come to this conclusion through mathematics. I'm paraphrasing. Well, no, it wasn't mathematics because anybody that can do math can tell you can't afford this. I, I played that little snippet, but now I'm going to have to go back and watch the whole thing. The, the classic Chappelle show episode where they, they had the reparations. That's where that, I don't know if you knew that, but hide the money, y'all. There's four people I didn't around. get Yeah, he sprung it on me. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Usually I'm the one playing How'd the sound bites on this show. Of cigarettes, Tyrone. Straight cast, <laughs> ooh, baby girl. Ooh, 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 ooh. I think we got time for one more, uh, one more shorty in this segment. You want me to go, or you want to go? Who what? wants the? Oh well, let's man. See. If you want to take it, you just go ahead and take it. We got a whole look, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Aldonzo and D show. Here's something kind of funny and tragic. Here we go. Delaware man has lost. His uh, $125,000 oh. property to a squatter. Blood pressure's going up now. After trying to remove the goat pen that she built on it. This is, 
Yeah, so this man was trying to sell part of this property that his family has owned for two generations, and his neighbor took control of the land and built a goat pen on it. And it's all because he didn't really go to the property all that much. And the courts actually took her side and basically was like, yeah, you lost that land. I ain't afraid of no goats. I mean. But I am afraid of squatters. Yeah. How ridiculous this, is this? The fact that somebody can put a pen up on somebody's land and almost claim eminent domain over it. Yeah. The judge determined that Banks has not been a primary resident of the property for the last 20 years and only occasionally visited from where he lived in Atlanta. I don't give it. Yeah, if you've you, been the primary, you own the property. You've paid the taxes. Yeah. You own the property. Do we have these kind of laws here in the state? I know it's hard to get people out of a rental house. I know that for a fact. <laughs> you gotta. You the gotta, reason I ask is because I used to go to uh, when I hosted trivia over in Pekin. There was this big mansion that literally sat empty for years because they they ran out of money and couldn't finish it. But it was like ninety percent finished. Had I known this, I would have moved my stuff in. I'd, well, I'd own that place. Yeah, but you'd be part of the problem then. Let them it's, let this, them eat yeah, cake. This I mean, it's absolutely grinds my gears here. It's, we okay. We need to get our blood pressure down. We're going to take a short break coming up here. Uh, we are going to be coming into the second hour of the old Donzo and D show right after this break. Hopefully, it's the second hour. Uh, <laughs> yeah, did you hear that? Hopefully, <laughs> the second hour. Uh, but. Do not turn the dial. We will be right back, right here on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. It's the Eldonzo and D Show, baby. You ain't going to get another show like this on any other station. We promise you that. And we also apologize. I'm Aldonzo. Don't sing. Oh. I'm Dees. And we're coming at you for the second hour of the show on Cities 92.9, the news and talk of Bloomington Normal. We're going to cover a few local stories real quick. Uh, Dees, have you been keeping up with this? I think we went over this. Uh, yeah, a little bit. So this is from WGLT.org right here local. Governor J.B. Pritzker toured Heartland Community College in Normal on Tuesday to push his plan to increase funding for higher education. And you know what? Come to think of it, that's right down the road from here. Mm-hmm. And I could have swore I felt like uh, tremors or an earthquake Yeah, yeah. that day. Did you catch that too? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a little shaky. Something like the governor's budget plan would increase the funding 10% and also hike funding for monetary award program grants by $100 million. We are making smart investments now so that Illinois residents can reap the economic rewards they deserve. Prisker said at a news conference where he stood with local government and college officials and students. The proposed MAP grant increases to $701 million would mark a 75% increase from Pritzker's first state budget in 2019. Why not spend more money? It's not yours anyway. Who gives a damn? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Aren't we one of the brokest states in the union right now? Yeah, well, our credit is junk. Yeah. Okay, and we're spending more money on worthless <laughs> stuff. Monetary award program. 
I don't even know what the hell that is. But if Governor Pritzker's coming up with it, we don't need it. Pritzker said every student who applied for a MAP grant this year received one. Adding state and federal grants can ensure virtually all community college students at or below the median income will have their tuition and fees fully covered because nothing says that you're going to get ahead in life like a BS degree in balloon animals or underwater basket weaving. So my issue here with this is instead of Illinois getting people to go out and work for a living, getting these able-bodied young men and women to go out and take a job and contribute to the workforce. Here's free college. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Here's free college. Go do this. It goes back to the, 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 the guy I know that has a bachelor's degree in philosophy and is working at a car wash for 15 bucks an hour. He's almost 40 years old. Okay. Well, what the, the GI grant paid for that for him. What's he doing now? Go out there and get a job. Excel, do something. It's not all about college. Go to a trade school. But wait a minute. If you go to a trade school, I just want to remind you something. Your tuition for that trade school will not be in re- re- reimbursed because you have not been indoctrinated. No. But you will have skills that you can actually use in the world. And that can make you money. You know, I just hope, I just hope that... Uh, that Pritzker's limo didn't hit any scales on the way down from Chicago when he went to Heartland. Because I can only imagine the fine they'd get for our that ro- one. Our, Pritzker the hut! Our roads are bad enough. That's the last thing we need is more potholes. We've got, and we've got another story here from, uh, this is from Hayworth. Uh, this is, and I'm not going to read her name, but it's a post. It's a local thing from Hayworth, Illinois. Yeah, and as far as I know, is this is all, correct me if I'm wrong, still allegedly like I I have not seen 1000% confirmation but well, seems like there's a lot of smoke so I'm tending to lean towards it's true. Exactly. So this is what one of the teachers supposedly has brought into the students to read. Uh let's let's go back to this. I've got a couple couple items here. I'm going to read this post from a concerned mother. Uh, I'm honestly disturbed by the amount of disgusting and argumentative comments over sexually explicit content in our school classroom. I will not apologize for what was reported to the school or the public. So the student, I guess, brought this... Student or teacher? Student. Student brought this book home to the parents that the teacher brought in. Okay? And it talks about... I'm looking at this. The book is called This Book is Gay. And I'm looking at this right now. Part one, boy on boy sex. And it talks about the lips. Sex should always start with a kiss. Uh, Nipples. A lot of guys like having their nipples played with. Testicles. Also to be treated with loving care. I mean, that's just sound advice. (laughs) That that is. And then it goes to part two, girl on girl sex. Uh, Here's one of the excerpts. lube unlike the vagina the anus does not lubricate itself you need lube if you're going to attempt anal this is for two reasons one anal sex hurts the anus does not have the capacity to stretch in the same way a vagina does this means it's a tight hole now now, i get it but this is educational well this is what they're giving our kids right now this is telling boys how to how to have sex with other boys this was this is the 12 and 14 year olds eighth grade i believe yes this was yeah junior high school uh here's another one how do you know if you're a top or a bottom? It's easy. If the thought of having a big... I don't know no, if I can say this. just stop. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to stop. But you know what? If they're putting these books in the classroom, why can't I say it on the radio show? If well, they're giving yeah, this to our that. underage kids, because why can't... the FCC doesn't... The doesn't, FCC doesn't... I'm yeah. Nothing against the FCC here. You know, I'm tired of this. If you can put it out in a classroom full of underage kids, I should at least be able 
to verbatim read you back over the airwaves what they're giving to our 12 and 13 and 14 year olds. You should, but you can't. And, if, and I got something to tell you. If anybody doesn't want to hear this, if anybody's going, oh, this is just too much, take it up with the Hayworth School Board. Understandably, this was not provided by the school. A teacher. The teacher brought a teacher. them in. But unless something happens, the school board's approving it then. Not necessarily. Well, well no. No, 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 you're right. Yeah, unless, yeah. Something definitely, if this is in fact true and it was the teacher. If the school board says you can't do this, you're fired. Yeah. Or I'll, you're off for six months, get your proverbial no, crap together. If a teacher did bring this in for that purpose, then they 1,000% need to be let go yesterday. Um, I will err on the side of caution. This could very well be just a student pulling a, uh, a sick prank. But again, we don't have all the information, so I'm just it, it, I'm it, reserving judgment until we have the all the facts. I, I I've known too many people that know this person. If it's a sick prank, yeah, it could be a sick prank, and I could be delusional. We could be tripping on mushrooms right now and just making this up. I mean, that's the case. It I'm could not be. saying that. I'm just, but I mean, kids are kids. Again, I'm not absolving anybody. I'm just saying until. Well, more comes out about it i agree i'm I'm reserving judgment but if this teacher did this yeah gotta go and we are gonna find out for sure which kind of goes into the next thing this literally just broke what two days ago so we're literally just broke two days ago so this goes into the next story and this is why this stuff has become such a major issue as a sexual exploitation of kids you can't if this is true can you deny that they're trying to sexually exploit kids between the the drag queen story hours and shaking their butts in everybody's faces this and their crotches. Is, this is one person that we're talking about in the Hayward thing. So Correct. Yeah. But I'm just saying, this is... Yeah. You just start seeing more and more of this. Uh, the DeSantis administration is moving to strip a major Miami hotel of its liquor license after hosting a Christmas-themed drag show in December with children present despite warnings. The Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation warned the Hyatt Regency Miami against hosting a sexually explicit show with children present, but the hotel, hotel did anyway, according to a statement from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's office. Therefore, the department is revoking the venue's license for the sale and consumption of alcoholic beverages, the statement adds. Sexually explicit content is not appropriate to display to children, and doing so violates Florida law. Governor DeSantis stands up for the innocence of children in the classroom and throughout Florida. When you first presented this with me, <clears throat> I I had my doubts. Yeah. But I did read the article, and it was talking about, because I thought, was it just a drag show that they got rid of, or was there actual reasons for them to to do this? Do tell. Well, you didn't pull the article up, so it's hard for me, so now I'm not Oh, my. <laughs> See, that's Eldonzo here dropping the ball on D's. Wait, is that a sexual term now? Can we say that? Uh, yeah. During the event, performers showed their prosthetic breasts and genitals, rubbed their prosthetic female breasts on the faces and mouths of audience members, intentionally exposing their rears and simulating masturbation, and had graphic depictions of childbirth and or abortion, according to a complaint filed the Federal Department of Business Professional Regulation file. Now, I do have one question. Were there kids present at the show? Obviously, that's the no, whole not, thing. No, not obviously, because it does not say that. This is a hotel, a giant hotel in Miami. 
So my question is, and this is of a fair- its liquor license after hosting a Christmas themed drag show in December with children present, despite warnings. Okay, present, present where? Were they present in the giant Hyatt Hotel, or were they present right exactly where this show was going? It does not say that. That's uh, look, you can scoff all you want, but that's a fair question. If this was held in a private banquet room, then it's bs that they're doing this well find out if it was it doesn't say i read the whole article okay well as far as i know this was held publicly in a miami hotel with children present i can only but you can't say that you're just that's what okay okay present present there are present means they're there in the building not in the that's all i'm saying okay well if it was i 1000 percent agree with you they should strike their license for however long it takes there needs to be You agree more... unless it was in a private banquet hall yeah, without it, children present. If it, yes. If they held it, because I've been to some crazy hotel parties. If you have your own private area, like that's what I need to know. And that's, I, I'm not defending it by any means, but I'm just saying that just because you had it in a building, if you're still. Okay. So let's, let's, let's take this. Let's take this from the context of what they said, a sexually explicit show with children present. Okay, so, okay, if that's the case, if they had it in a private banquet and nobody under 18 was allowed, then the articles that we're reading are lying. So, well, we can only be go the off... first time that no, but <laughs> but what do we we can speculate all we no, want? I get it, like I said, and I, I you're making it, a point, which I appreciate yeah, the point you're making. If it is exactly as it reads and that there were kids there, there we go, 1000%. Now, if it comes out and we're like, no, this was a private banquet, nobody under 18 was allowed, they're checking IDs, that's a different story, but let's but be we honest. Can't, there's media bias on both sides. So, you know, you got to admit that. I admit that. So, but we, but we take the information for face value until somebody brings other information up. Aldonzo and D Show will be right back on Cities 92.9. Don't forget, download the Cities 929 app available on the Google Play Store as well as the Apple App Store. Listen to us live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Central Time. That helps our metrics out. That is Cities 929 app available on both major platforms. Now, back to the show. Hey, this is the Eldonzo and D Show coming back at you. I'm Eldonzo. I'm Dees. And last segment we left off, I want to get Dees' take on something. The uh, We talked about uh, Ron DeSantis's uh, reply to Tucker Carlson's question about how he feels about the Ukraine-Russian war. And we haven't really gotten Dees' take on this and his personal thoughts. And I want to hear him. You've heard mine. Dees, what do you think about the Ukraine-Russian war? I think we are wasting a whole lot of uh, money and efforts, whatever. I've always been of the belief that we need to stop being the world police. I, I realize there are cases to be made for where we need to protect certain interests, whatnot, right. but I'm just, I'm tired of it. I, I always go back <clears throat> to the great piece of American cinema Team America World Police by uh, Matt and Trey from South Park. Like, it's, I mean, the staggering amount of money that we have poured into these efforts worldwide for years and years and years is absolutely ridiculous when, I mean, we've got homeless vets and, I mean, it's it's nuts. I'm 
look, I feel bad for the Ukraine people. Uh, if you support them, I support them too. I think it's horrible what's going on there. And we either need to, like they say, my parents used to say, crap or get off the pot. Right. Either we go in and we just kick this thing off and kick their asses back across the border or we just wash our hands of it. And like, look, I'm sorry, but we can't do any more for you. And I, I think billions you know, of dollars just on this conflict alone. 115. Yeah. Okay. And I think there were a lot of uh, United States citizens are at right now. We're, we're getting worried of this. We're about done with it. Yeah. Okay. What, what, how long can this go on? How much further in the hole are we going to get? So no, I just wanted to get your take on it. We've talked a lot about it, but never got your direct uh, take. Yep. So one thing I wanted to talk about real quick, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, I have a friend of mine, Linda Vanek. She's an author. And I've been going through her books lately. You can get them on Amazon.com. You have friends? I do have friends. Yeah. Besides you. I thought uh, you were my only one. Yeah, I know it is, isn't it? As much as we argue and, and get into fist fights and all that stuff when the microphones are off, I get it. So Linda Vanek is an author. And she t this is something she does that's really cool. She takes fairy tales and makes them into horror stories. And I'll give you an example. One of them is uh, Slippery and Wet. That's kind of the name of their group. She's a musician, too. Slippery and Wet. I think it was funny. Classic fairy tales of murder and mayhem. So I'll give you an example of what she does. Uh, kind of a narrative here is Blue, Bluebeard's naive bride is only a cover for his truly brutal fetishes. Rapunzel is the unbalanced spawn of an opium-addicted mother. The wolf is the least of Red Riding Hood's problems. Meet Sleeping Beauty's twin henchmen sons who are a bit off. A product of incest when her own half-brother comes upon her helplessly passed out in a coma and takes advantage. And then it goes into cannibalism and dismemberment and other medieval societal pastimes. That's, I mean, it's, she mixes all this stuff in. She makes it into a really good horror book. So go to Amazon Prime, check her out. The, her name is Linda Vanek. She does these fairy tales. Instead of Jack and the Beanstalk, it's Jack and the Beanstalk from hell. <laughs> so if you want an interest something you want to buy for your little kids to uh for bedtime no, stories no no but... no it was like she has another one snow white and the seven dwarves that i don't know what they did but it's it's i haven't read that one yet but it's really it's really cool stuff so if you're into wow. the horror genre you're into fairy tales you want to see an adult take on it go ahead and check her out on amazon.com and speaking of horror stories it what well, wait a minute whatever you find in there cannot be as disturbing as sam brenton and uh, Admiral Adams Apple having a pillow fight. Just saying that Very right true. now, Rachel Levine. Yep, go ahead. Speaking of horror stories, it's uh, we're not live. This is Thursday. This is the opening day of the NCAA men's basketball tournament. And uh, the horror story is my bracket's already smoked. So anyway, <laughs> yeah. yeah, awesome. Anyway, let's uh, let's move on to the pilot. Oh, yes, the pilot, the pilot. Yeah, go ahead and give us that lowdown while I'm... A pilot lands a plane on a helipad 212 meters above sea level. This, you have to go check. We need to share this on the... Can you share this on the Facebook page tomorrow for the people that haven't been able to see this? You'll have to remind me because I drink a lot, but yes. I will. I do too. So maybe I'll forget to remind you, but we'll figure it out. But this is incredible. Go ahead. L these. Stunt pilot Luke... 
Zepilios, Zepila, something like that. Sound it out. <laughs> well, have you seen this guy? C Z E P I E L A. You sound it out. I'm not reading it. He was. Uh, he touched down a Red Bull. Can we get an editor on this website? They put Red Pole, a Red Bull stunt plane onto the helipad of the Burj Alab. Uh, <laughs> A luxury hotel in Dubai. You want me to read it? Yeah. 56 stories in the air. Uh, this is a 27-meter wide circumference um, helipad, and he was able to land a plane on it. And, uh, I mean, God, this is... Oh, uh, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That's... Sorry. That's the truck that carries this man's testicles. <laughs> I mean, that's that ain't... They didn't know crap, D's. To do that, that guy had to take a lot of practice runs on yeah. an airstrip. They painted a 37-meter uh, uh, circumference circle on, or diameter circle on it, and he had to do practice runs. They had to take a lot of gear off the plane. They had to strip it down to yeah, get it light enough to get it to it. stop. So this guy's, we'd say, 56 stories high yes. on this helipad in Dubai. So he's coming in and he takes a couple practice shots and he misses. He it. misses several times and then he and eh. this dude grabs a hold of his of his cajones and goes hell with it. I'm going to do it one more time and nails it. And had like three or four meters to spare, didn't he? When he yes, twenty one meters. Oh, it was twenty one uh, meters. He came in uh, on the video. It obviously it shows him doing a couple of practice runs and then it shows him. He makes I believe and and this is an edited video, obviously, but. Uh, they showed two attempts that basically failed where he was, didn't have enough, came in too hot. And because he's so high and the plane is so light, he was able to basically just kind of bounce it up and reapproach. And then when he comes in, he, I mean, he's just, obviously he's gliding, but he's just barely moving. And when he touches down, I, I mean, he landed at 21 meters, but he didn't like, he didn't touch down at the very beginning. He probably landed that thing in about 14 meters. So here's what we were talking about, which so when I was watching, I'm like, okay, he's in a plane. I didn't know a lot about it. How is he going to take off? He's only got a couple meters. And he, he showed me how he took off. He just rolled right off of it, nosedived. Yeah. And my 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 yarbles were going up mm -hmm. into my chest cavity. And the, the dude which, pulled it out. But here's the thing. So... It's it's one thing when he misses it the long way. It was like, what if his wheels touch down short, short, yeah. and he spiked and that he thing? Clips, yeah, but there's no coming back from that. No. They had to have had everybody below there cleared out. They had to have everything oh, yeah. cleared out. Or what if what if like you said, when he goes to leave and he takes off, what if the engine doesn't start? I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I got to imagine, though, just what, looking at this plane and the way they I, had their stuff together. I bet that even if he did, you know, nosedive off of it and the engines didn't go probably as light as the plane was, I think he would, would have been able to at least glide it into a possibly survivable situation. I, I think he would have been, too. Either way, the dude's got some incredible testicular fortitude not not me though because i'll tell you what as soon as i went off that helipad to take over i'd have probably been uh having splatter rear all over that airplane yeah there's like i said he needs a dump truck to carry those bad boys around absolutely that absolutely nuts. 
you want me to wrap this up with a, yeah, a you, quickie? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, let's have a quickie right here on uh, Cities 92.9. This is the Aldonzo and Dee show, and Dee's wants to have a quickie. More from our sunshine and rainbows. A zebra <laughs> had to be put down by police after nearly tearing off the arm oh, of an Ohio man. Oh. You got attacked by a what? Asked a stunned 911 operator before police body cam footage showed the wild scene unfold. A zebra was put down by deputies in Pickaway County, Ohio this week after police responded to an extremely out-of-the-ordinary call to a local farm. Sunday night, 911 operators received a call from 72-year-old Ronald Clifton who reported he just got attacked by a zebra in which he proclaimed what? He said, hell yes, I think he tore my arm off asked for authorities to send a helicopter and they found him on the ground in pain when they arrived. The, the zebra was still running wild and was very hostile. Approached them several times. They were able to kind of shoo him away. Finally, the guy was like, look, if you have to put him down, put him down. And sure enough, the zebra got in there too close and uh, they, they smoked him. You know, speaking of animals, we're coming up on a, on a hard break here, but we... Real quick. Per Ohio law, zebras aren't classified as exotics, and they're categorized as horses. And it's unlikely that the remaining zebras will be removed from the farm because he's got another arm. Why not? Sorry. We'll be right back with more exotic animal stuff here in the next segment on the Aldonzo and D Show. And unlike Jimmy Kimmel at the Oscars, we're actually entertaining. I'm Aldonzo. I'm Dees. <laughs> he kind of, you know, every now and again, he strikes me off guard. I never know what the hell he's going to do. So he got me there. I got to keep you on your toes. That, that was horrible. That, anyway. that Well, it, it is what it is. We needed Will Smith to go up and slap him. I'm just saying. Oh, oh yeah, that would have been great. I think uh, Will Smith's got his tail between his legs or he's got his testicles in his wife's purse. One of the two. Yeah. So anyway. we, were, we were talking about zebras yes. and exotic animals exotic and exotic animals. stuff. Uh, we got a headline here from the Gateway Pundit uh, that ties into this, kind of. One man is running for president from behind bars. And if you guess this was Joe Exotic, then you guess correctly. Uh, he's known by millions of Americans as the Tiger King. And yes, he is running for president from prison. The 60-year-old is currently serving a 21-year prison sentence for conspiracy to commit murder, among other crimes. The murder charges were well-documented in, of course, the 2020 Netflix series Tiger King, but from jail. A fall from grace, an inability to access larger exotic animals, and not even his nemesis, Carol Baskin, can stop the eccentric criminal from a White House bed. These just go away. This is just a stupid publicity stunt to keep his name in the news. We talked about this a few shows back. He, he's he's going to die in prison. He's got cancer, and he's at least as of that report was refusing treatment. So as entertaining as that uh, it was, series it, was, Tiger King was very entertaining. This but you know is what? Just his stupid attempt to keep his dumb name in the he, news. He's a backwoods perverted drug addict who's crooked and killed animals. Okay, yeah. that's what he is. That's I, all he is. I don't give a damn about Joe Exotic. I, I I do believe he was set up. And if you watch the uh, 
the second one. And then there was another little series that I don't remember which network had it on one of the true crime things, but yeah, a bunch of 15 minutes of fame stuff going the, on. The here. people that, that set him up basically admitted that they set him up, but the people that set him up or, or that worked it out won't come clean with it. So I think he's in prison. Uh, conspiracy to commit murder is BS. He did, he mur- did murder tigers. So, but, for that, but I he don't did, necessarily think you should. It, so the big thing was he did offer some kind of money, but it may have been a passing joke, as he said. I don't think he was serious about it, but he's an idiot. All right, he got yeah. himself in this situation. He needs to get himself out of it. That's all there is to it. Uh, real quick, I want to talk about something. Shocking study out of Australia shows up to a 26-fold increase in excess mortality in 2021 and 2022, consistent with American Insurance Company's findings. A preprint study published in February 2023 by Dr. Wilson Tsai shows an incredible analysis of excess mortality data in Australia. Based on his research and analysis of the data, Dr. Tsai concluded that there is an excess death rate in 2021 that is sevenfold higher than the 2020 and 14-fold in 2022. The 2022 data was only available up to September 2022. Dr. Sy predicts the final months of 2022 could amount to a 19-fold increase overall for that year. So what is this guy really saying? What he's saying is that between COVID va- the COVID vaccine or COVID-19 or some combination of the two, they've seen a 26-fold increase in excess mortality, which is fairly unprecedented. So we go to the KFF. Why do vaccinated people represent most COVID-19 deaths right now? So in September 21, 77% of U.S. COVID deaths were unvaccinated. By August of 2022, 42% of U.S. deaths were unvaccinated. Doesn't that seem odd that the more people getting vaccinated, the more you have COVID deaths? Mm-hmm. It it does to me. Like, what the hell is going on here? So the KFF's thing was there are several factors at play here, including a rising share of the population that is vaccinated. Okay, so they're saying because more people are vaccinated, there's more vaccinated people dying. Waning immune protection and low uptake of boosters and changes in immunity among the unvaccinated. New variants combined with a reduction in masking and other non-pharmaceutical interventions may also lead to more transmission, which can in turn lead to more deaths, which in turn pretty much says your vaccines are useless at best. Yeah, I think that was a nice way of phrasing that, wasn't it? Yeah, we had pretty much figured that out by now. And and again, uh, something we had touched on before, it's come out now that Pfizer was pushing this thing as a, a stop transmission and that turned out to be 100% crap. Um it's one of those things where it's it's very vague. There's no evidence one way or the other. It's, there's a it's, lot of anecdotal a, though. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of coincidental stuff that could mean this, doesn't necessarily mean it is, but it So at a minimum, we can all agree we were lied to about the effectiveness of the vaccines. Well, yeah, for sure. If what they said was true, we would be at pre pre-pandemic levels right now if you get the jab this is what they said if you get the jab it won't be as bad if you get the jab your hospitalization won't be as bad they might as well just say you know what good thing he got the jab or his death in the hospital would have been a lot worse if he hadn't had the jab yeah they're they're, how can we have any trust in that yeah and it's still a 
1000% fact that yes, a lot of people did in fact die from COVID and, and that's very sad, but looking at the numbers, the huge, huge majority of those people that died were over the age, I believe of what was the cutoff? 65. Yeah. Like 65. They're obese. And they're the in old, bad health. The older they were, the, the higher the mortality, my, mortality rate was, my, but my dad got it. He was 78 years old and yeah. it was a cold. Well, so did mine. And it, yeah. I mean, I realized when it's, it first came out, it was pretty bad because they didn't know what they were fighting. But I don't know. It's just it's just kind of funny how they jumped to it, made a big deal out of it, told everybody you have to get the vaccine. People lost their jobs over it. They kicked people out of the United States military, which is another reason why they don't have the recruitment numbers they do. And then all of a sudden people are going, oh, wait a minute, this was nothing. Mm-hmm. And the vaccine didn't do squat for anybody. They lied to us. They flat out lied, which was. Uh, a Russell Brands thing yeah. that we were talking about, just just BSing it. So anyway, I wanted to get that out of the way. Um, You're going to touch on what the the whole the Fau- or yeah Fauci, Doctor Fauci. Do you got it pulled up? Yeah, it claims that a coronavirus lab leak could still be considered a natural occurrence. No, it can't be. That you know he's one that needs to be strung up. I mean, how strung up in the town square. <laughs> This is simply just grasping to try and hang on to what little shred of, a, I don't know, dignity or trust or whatever none. people might have for him. He's got none. Uh, <laughs> he said it could still be considered a natural occurrence if the definition of lab leak meant that someone was infected in the wild and then went into a lab, was studied in a lab, and then came out of the lab. If I never hear another word from that fart in the wind, Dr. Anthony Fauci, it'll be too soon. You know, if, 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 if my aunt had a penis, she'd be my uncle. Like, that come on. Exaggeries. He, uh, he joined CNN's Jim Acosta on Saturday. Oh, CNN, Jim Acosta, yeah. That, that explains Speculated it all. how a coronavirus lab leak could have occurred. Lab leak could be someone who's out in the wild, maybe looking for different types of viruses in bats, got infected, <laughs> went into a lab. Was studied and then came out of the lab. Like Mister, I am science. Trust me. Who was actually funding? Okay. Yeah. Who's in the through the NIH funding the Wuhan lab is speculating. Mister, I am science. Don't speculate. Then prove it. Yeah. You're Th- kidding me. This to me is again what an a hole. And another case of CYA. He's, he's these reports came out that oh they think maybe it was engineered or. or come from the lab so he's just putting this out there to be like okay you know maybe it is but it still could have been you know a natural occurrence while we're talking about how screwed up the world is i got one last maybe last we'll go through this quick if you got anything else there's a loyal loyola professor claims organized pantries are rooted in racist and sexist social structures uh, the recent TikTok trend of showing off perfectly organized and styled home pantries is rooted in a history of classist, racist, and sexist social structures, according to one Chicago professor. Through her research at Loyola University, Associate Professor of Marketing Jenna Drenton noticed a recent uptick in what she calls pantry, pantry porn. porn. Well, I can proudly say that I'm not racist because my pantry is a cluster truck. So what she's saying is... <laughs> What she's saying is if your pantry is well organized and your house is clean, you're a racist because that's a status thing and a class symbol. And maybe they just like to keep their stuff up. Now, Dees has already admitted he doesn't like to, but we're not going to hold that against him. But Dees, you don't keep a clean pantry, do you? No. I just Last went, time I checked, you I weren't went to, black. I went to the store today, spent way too much money because food costs way too much. I just throw the crap wherever there's space. I'm... And, 
I can tell you a lot of you don't see him. Dee's is a white guy. I'm a white guy. We're messy, so it can't be As racist. Pat McAfee would say, I'm a classic old white. This is the Aldonzo and D Show. We're going to wrap it up on this Sunday morning. Facebook.com slash Aldonzo D's. Please go there, like us, follow us, share us, all that good stuff. And we're out of here. City's 92.9 News and Talk of Blooms Normal will be back next Saturday. See ya.